Actually, we'll be interviewing as a team. We're here to fuck shit up. Oh, bring me out. Can you introduce me as Jake Stewart? And I'm Matt. And this is the Nuclear Fridge. <laughs> it's completely insane. You guys are idiots. Do you have nuclear weapons? In the fridge. Is that nuclear waste? This whole fridge is a joke. Honey, you are a regular nuclear meltdown. You and I are not so different. Stupid fridge guys. Well, do we just own? Go to school, boys. Did you clap? I did. Oh, shit. Am I supposed to do intros? No, I mean, this is, I mean, the podcast just started. This is going to be in the podcast. Oh, I forgot that we had that <laughs> whole conversation. Welcome. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say this Welcome. time. Welcome. I'm going to change yeah. it up every week. Okay, cool. I'm going to have different uh, intros, which will probably start off with me and you speaking, going, oh, yeah, should I do the intro? And then you saying what you just said. Yeah. Welcome, everyone. Like, yeah. I, and I feel like our song kind of intros the podcast anyway. I, I keep forgetting we have a song. Oh, I mean, I don't forget it because it's catchy. But yeah, it's I, like, you know, uh, it, it's, it goes through a bunch of our, our favorite films. Goes through some favorite films, some lines of nuclear and fridge. Our names. And then, uh, yeah, it does do our names. That took me so long to find. If, uh, if anybody, though, is listening and did not listen to last week's podcast, Jake is not with us. He is being a director. Yeah. Well, not right now. He's Not he's, this instant. He's kind of taking a mini vacation right before he, he starts working like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see him briefly tomorrow. Oh, nice. What or, are you guys going to do? I'm going to... Actually, you already saw him. You saw him yesterday. <laughs> I saw Jake yesterday to go see Night Swim, of which uh, I you have not formed an opinion. I on have yet. not formed an opinion on until next week when both Matt and I have seen it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'll go see it. You said you were going to. That was the whole reason Jake and I were going. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I'll have to go see it. <laughs> uh, of which yeah. we already did. Yes, which you already saw and I already saw because because <laughs> Fridays is when we record this. Yeah, I, I'm I'm live. Uh, a little less interested in seeing it now that uh, reception I saw, has come out. Well, wait, what? Since like, has there been like bad reception? Oh well, I mean, it's a, it's like a horror movie that isn't like a twenty four. So yeah, it's got bad reviews. But uh, <laughs> there's some good ones that came out last year. Well, no, I just mean that like I, I feel like horror is looked down upon, especially now be, uh, because of a twenty four. And like I love a twenty four, but like they have set a standard for like what people uh, want quote-unquote elevated horror which everyone who makes horror hates that term um but i feel like critics love that term you know what one of my favorite horror movies from last year was panned by critics which one and it wasn't even liked that much by audiences but i really i really dug it i mean it wasn't my favorite favorite but i i really enjoyed it was uh the last voyage of the demeter Oh shit! You know I never I, saw that. I I really think it's a I think it's a solid little movie. I I, I think really wanted to watch it, it. It really reminds me of kind of like a maybe like one of those like cool like early two thousands Universal flicks they would release. Yeah, and it yeah, was, it, you know it was like it was a slow burn, but it, it was like 
it had like some of like the crazed like brutal quick action and it had a big actual ship for it <laughs> shooting so it's not just all cgi yeah uh but i really dug it but everyone else apparently and it had didn't. dr dre in it <laughs> the young dr dre that's true it's true young, and ashling ashling franciosi from the nightingales in it it's and the and the it had a really cool dracula design so i i think whoa don't spoil it funny anyway no dude they they don't no i'm just kidding okay. uh but the trailer definitely like hides what is on the ship they're like well, what's on no, the ship no she they they at the end of the trailer they say she says it's dracula oh does she really at the yeah. end of the trailer I, I thought, mean, I if thought you they see were the cover for it. the movie, you know there's at least a, some type of winged creature. Well, if you it. see the title you, and you know anything about Dracula, you You'll know also know, yeah. He took the Demeter from uh, Europe to London. But, yeah, I mean, that's one of those movies, though. I don't know. It I, didn't I, get I, panned. I, I, it it kind of did. Yeah, 49%. I, I just think, though, it was. I thought it was a solid little movie. I think you would dig it. I, yeah, I don't I, I wish I'll more, check it out. I think it's one of those also not a ton of people saw it. So who knows? But just because movies get panned now, you know, you never know. But I do agree with you. Sometimes people can be a little snobby when it comes to some of the more fun, trashy horror. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And also, but to, to be fair, um, that first trailer for Night Swim was like super interesting where it was just them playing marco polo it's the only one i've seen and yeah so i mean i, I okay i won't spoil what i saw then but i i was like really interested by like it, it looked how like it looked like it was like a portal to another world with like how deep it was and creepy and like you know that part of the trailer where yeah, it's like kind of where it, like it looks like they're kind of just in the ocean almost like open what the fuck is going on in that right. trailer yeah the new trailer I saw in front of Godzilla. Did you see the trailer in front of Godzilla? No. Okay, so I won't tell you what I saw, but it showed the monster and it like made it like it told more about like the what the story was about and why it was a haunted pool. <laughs> uh, is it gonna is, be is it gonna be like a sinister thing where you're gonna see in the very beginning a family drowned in a pool or something? <laughs> Oh man, uh, you know what? Like honestly, that's kind of where, that's kind of what they allude to. So like, oh well. And and then they show like a ghoul, and I'm like, oh okay, uh, okay. Not so bad was, ghoul, but a ghoul. Um, maybe Bagul's sister. Who knows? Okay. Um, but know. yeah, it was definitely like, oh, <laughs> that. That trailer did the opposite of what yeah, the first trailer I, did. I mean, my whole thing with it when I originally heard it was just, I just, I'm okay. I'm okay. I think the concept in itself is funny. And I was just hoping it'd be entertaining. I I'm yeah. not, I wasn't hoping for something like, this is going to be a groundbreaking landmark horror film. Well, and, and Carrie Condon <laughs> is in it, so we need to go support is she? her. Yeah, she's the mom. Oh, okay. And isn't the, uh, I think, is it Kurt Russell's kids in it? Wyatt Russell, yeah, Wyatt man. Wyatt Russell, yeah. I love Wyatt Russell, man. I mean, I've liked to. Uh, I really dug him at first when I first saw him. I think was in Overlord, which oh, is a fuck. solid. Did, movie. did you see him in Overlord, or did you see the Black Mirror episode first? Oh no, that's right. He is in the Black. Okay, okay so I first saw him in Black Mirror, then Overlord. Oh, you know what? I think Unless I saw him came... in Twenty One Jumps. Oh no, he was in Twenty Two Jump Street. I haven't seen either of those yet. 
Or wait. I gotta look up Wyatt Russell Scratch Black Scratch that. I think I did. No, I did see the first 21 Jump Street. I haven't seen the second 21 oh. Jump Street. The second one's great, dude. So I saw I saw 22 Jump Street before I saw the Black Mirror episode. Oh, okay. Um, All right. 22 Jump Street is really fucking funny. I think it's better than the first. Oh, wow. Um, all right. And, like, I was all set for them to, like, there was all those, like, Sony leaks of, like, them talking about how they want to cross over 21 Jump Street with Men in Black. And I'm like, that's the way to go. Honestly, because, like, looking at what happened with Men in Black, that probably should have been what they did. <laughs> it would have been so funny. Like, I, I, I think Ice Cube's incredible in it. Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill are both great. I, I think it's, like, a really funny movie. Uh, at the end of 22 Jump Street, like, the credits uh, are a goof. Like, they, they literally go from, like, 23 Jump Street to, like, 47 Jump Street. Um, <laughs> okay. And, like, it's all these different sequels. And then at one point... Uh, Jonah Hill gets replaced by Seth Rogen because of contract disputes, and then in, he re then J Jonah Hill returns in the next movie and acts like he would never left. Uh, so it, it's like a funny it's a funny gag. So I think going crazy with Men in Black would have been the way to go. Yeah, yeah, I think that would have been funny and interesting, and something that you wouldn't think they'd do. But now that you see that they did, you'd be like, oh, that's actually a cool idea. Yeah, I I, I man, I wish they did it. Uh, but yeah, Wyatt Russell, man, uh, he's in that movie as like a football jock that Channing Tatum befriends. Gotcha. All right. Uh, but I love him, man. Uh, he, he's in that new, uh, I mean this, I haven't seen it. I won't see it, but, uh, I thought it was interesting. He's in that new Monarch Legacy of Monsters show, which is oh, like the, the Godzilla, Godzilla world. Right. I, yeah, I, I would. It's about the I, yeah, I don't secret know. service. I don't know. I, I don't know what Monarch is. I'm guessing that's like a secret undercover, like, he, he they're like this Where the secret, secret shadow organization. Hunts, yeah, hunts these monsters that never show up. <clears throat> but what Wyatt Russell is in that as Lee Shaw uh, in flashbacks, and Kurt Russell plays Lee Shaw in the present day. Oh, that's pretty cool. I like yeah, that. I thought that was fucking sweet. I don't know if it'll <laughs> convince me to watch it, but, you know... Yeah, uh, I was like, that's cool. They, I won't, they, I won't watch they, it, but are I'm they, impressed. Is is Kurt Russell going to be in the new Godzilla Kong movie then? Or is uh, it not no. connected? Um, it is connected. I mean, it's all, they're, they're doing like a universe, you know? So it's part of the MonsterVerse. It's just not. Oh, yeah. The MonsterVerse. Sorry. What a, what a, I don't mean to offend the MonsterVerse. What an incredibly intelligent choice to title this universe. I went and saw uh, Godzilla Minus One. <gasps> what'd you think i thought it was great i thought right. uh i'm not a huge godzilla fan uh, i like shin godzilla i like godzilla minus one 98 godzilla uh yeah okay you know what <clears throat> i'll put it, things aside i liked Go 98 godzilla I had, I had a bunch of godzilla toys let's fucking go um <laughs> i think it's like a really stupid movie like it, it it's fun stupid though exactly that's all like, I, that's, that's all I, I i want some i just wish more people could appreciate that i think if they looked at it from that point of view i think they would i think they would enjoy it more i think about the the scene where they're like tracking godzilla on the little computer and godzilla's going towards like the fish pile they made <laughs> and the yeah. little icon on the computer is a fish like yeah. <laughs> so stupid uh <laughs> 
Oh my um, god. So it's good, it's though. phenomenally stupid. Um but yeah, I, I loved minus one, man. I was really impressed. Uh for it's like not e- it's not even like it's not even really a Godzilla movie, because like Godzilla isn't even like a problem until like halfway through the movie. Um, I mean it does kind of open with him killing all those guys. Yeah, but I I I think it's more like um a contained incident as opposed to It's almost to like if you replace Godzilla with like an air raid or something. Right. Um you wouldn't think that this movie is an air raid movie until like halfway through when oh shit Godzilla is now actively claiming Tokyo as his own. <laughs> right. Um which I I thought was pretty good. Uh, I I liked um I I rewatched that Godzilla Kong trailer for that new movie recently mm-hmm. and I I was reminded by how stupid sprinting Godzilla looks <laughs> and like how like <laughs> like I think, I think th- there's if, like no size to 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 those movies like the thing is is you need if you're going to do that you can't have it be with other monsters it needs to be like an oh shit he can run now moment and also the design has to evolved to a point it makes sense that his legs would be able to run yeah and also like i think it's scary that he's like slower moving like a giant creature like that would be on land yeah um and it feels way more like uh impending like you feel like oh fuck like something bad is gonna happen well i mean they've all they've already almost gone back on that a little bit because in the first godzilla with brian cranston i mean he's fairly slow in that still and then they were like oh shit but he's got to fight king kong and we made king kong fast so now he's fast yeah uh well <laughs> not now we need a cool shot of them running together because they're teaming up they need um, all the batman and robin shot silhouettes at the end of the movie if they did that though i would actually be like this is the greatest thing i've ever seen well, it was like uh, Aliens versus Predator when the oh, woman the and the Predator run off like Batman and Robin. <laughs> it's like the exact uh, same shot from Batman is, and Robin. It is. I enjoy that movie. I, I, I like Alien, Aliens versus Predator. Yeah, that, that first one was really good. The second one, uh, I tried watching again. I loved it when I was a kid. Um, I tried right. watching it again and I, I was so fucking bored, dude. It's just not. It's it's fun. It's really sad when the R rated of the Alien vs Predator movies is the worst one. Yeah, and 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 I feel like it's only R rated because a little kid gets killed, right? gets an alien on his face. Yeah, I think that. And, and, I, don't, and, I don't think it would have had it otherwise. I think because yeah, you don't see PG-13. anything. Like it, it's so dark. Well, and... I was about to say the scenes in the ship are so goddamn dark. You couldn't even really tell what's going on. Yeah, it's it's fucking bizarre. Um, but going but yeah. back to Godzilla, dude, what did you think of the atomic breath, man? Uh, that was that was fucking yeah. Like like everything about Godzilla was really scary in that movie. So, uh, so like, insane. He he looked like an animal. Um, like he, I I feel like I was a little worried. The first scene where you see Godzilla, it's in the dark, so you don't really see him very well. Um, but he, he moved a lot. Like I would say the new Godzilla did in Godzilla and Kong. Like he was, he was a little more nimble. Um, you learn that like, oh, he wasn't that big at that point. 
Um, and he does get way fucking bigger to Godzilla size. <laughs> yes. Um, he, he was more like original King Kong size in like the first scene. Um, but then, then you see some scenes with some nuclear, um, some, some nuclear fuckery. And, and then the next time you see him, he's the scariest fucking thing in the world. He's huge. And he has this like look on his face when he like is like chasing the boat that reminded me of like a m angry dog growling at something. Yeah. Where like he wasn't blinking. He was like looking at it cause he had it in his sights. And, um, I was like, Ooh shit. That's like really fucking creepy. Uh, and then like just seeing like the, the fucking scale of that guy, uh, especially when, the main character is flying a plane towards him and you see him off in the distance and you see how slow it looks like he's moving from a far ways away and just how fucking massive he is, is like really like, Oh my God, like this, this is actually like, this is bad news. It, it, it feels problematic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like that at certain angles, it even looks like almost like he has a sinister smile. Yeah. Of like, like, he, I'm, he I'm here to fuck you <clears throat> up. <laughs> it, it reminds me, there are a lot of parts of him, where you're reminded of like the original Godzilla costumes and um he the, a th he's a the thick soundtrack boy. yeah the soundtrack is is probably the one part that kind of took me out um because it just sounded so similar to the classic soundtrack um but like there's so much Godzilla as someone who is not the biggest fan of Godzilla uh there is so much of the stuff that I recognize that made me go, Oh yeah, Godzilla. That's cool. <clears throat> um, it was, it was to be fair, uh, missing some puff daddy with Jimmy page going on. Oh, of course that was missing. And of I course. was sad that we didn't get that at least in the credits. Uh, I did not like the last scene. I wish he just didn't include that last scene. <clears throat> what? Oh, with him like regenerating. Yeah, I was yeah. like, uh, just let just let it let us end on a, a good note. Uh. <laughs> I think it's one of those things now that I guess I've probably just become numb to it, which is why I wasn't paying so much attention. Is the fact that uh, you know sequels, you gotta you gotta hint, you gotta have hints and stuff like that. But uh, I do think it would have benefited this movie just in terms of it being a singular experience to end prior to it. I like when yeah. movies have like a, a beginning, a middle and an end. And if they make a sequel, it's awesome. Or if not, you know, kind of like the Nolan Batman movies, it's just, if they didn't make another one, there's an ending. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So to have that. Yeah. It, I understand. I, 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 I agree. I, I think they could have ended it prior to it, especially because it's so character focused in comparison to a lot of what's been coming out of the monster type movies. Yeah. And I mean, that's really what I like about, uh, the few Japanese Godzillas that I've seen uh, is that it's it's way more about the people. <clears throat> um, the thing and <laughs> oh, go ahead. like Sorry. Godzilla is is really not even like it, I I don't want to spoil it, but like you, you could look at this movie and you could do this entire movie without Godzilla just by replacing him with something else to get the message across. And it, um, work. it still works. It works great, but all the Godzilla stuff is awesome. Uh, super freaky. Uh, I was I was sitting 
in a row. I, I was like, oh, wow, no one's going to see this movie. So I was like, all right, I'll just get my seat, put my phone away. A couple of hours later, I go to the movie. And then, like, the, the movie theater filled up. Uh, nice. I was surprised. Um, lots of kids, which I was like, oh, I don't know if these kids know this is... I, I also <laughs> wondered how many people know this is a Japanese movie. Right. Because, like, I have to assume because a lot of people... Where's Kong? Yeah, well, it's like, <laughs> I, I have to assume they go to the movies, they see the post, and they go, oh, let's go see Godzilla. Um, but little kid right beside me, he walks up into the theater, and he's like, uh, he's with his dad, and he's like, hey, are you excited? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for I'm excited for Godzilla. And he's like, oh, yeah, me too. And he, like, tried to fight his dad to sit beside me. <laughs> he's like, I'm 12. I should sit in seat 12. And he's like, da his dad's like, just sit down. Like, come on. Like, his dad, I knew his dad was like, you don't want to bother this man the whole movie. <laughs> and I was like, thank God. Uh, but the little kid was... I would love if your experience was a child just nudging you the whole time. It's like, where's Godzilla? Where is he? Where is he? Um, Where are but they? He, he was talking about Pink Godzilla. And I'm like, what the fuck's oh. Pink Godzilla? Oh, but he's like, he, from the... <laughs> the yeah, the now I know it's from the other Godzilla movie that's coming out. And he's like, he's, he's like, not. yeah, do you like... Do you like Pink Godzilla? And his dad's like, no. And the kid's like, this guy doesn't like Pink Godzilla. Hey, everybody, <laughs> get a load of this guy. He doesn't like Pink Godzilla. And, was, and I was like, this kid is fucking hilarious. That's hysterical. Um, and during the movie, his dad ended up telling him to shut up. But <laughs> after a pretty like uh, scary scene um, where our main character uh, is hurt and in peril... Uh, he just started reading the subtitles <laughs> out oh. loud. <laughs> I was like, oh God, oh, I'm going to no. like choke this kid, aren't I? And uh, the dad got him to shut up. So uh, honestly, not the worst experience in a movie theater I've had in the past couple See, months. See, and then an experience like that too. Like I've had experiences with kids and... I mean, for I usually first off, I always blame parents just for not taking care of their kids and like taking them out if they're having a fit or something. But even if they they don't, you know, it's a. I mean, there is that also the same mentality of it's a kid, where I have been in theaters with adults who have misbehaved more than any child I've experienced. Oh yeah, dude, I went and saw uh, the Iron Claw, and there. Well, I guess they they might have been like teenagers to be fair, but they they were like I think hey, they that were counts. fucking in the theater. Oh God! During Iron Claw, <laughs> did I? I told you. My, did I tell you my experience with that Wonderlust movie? No. What happened in the Wonderlust movie? You know what movie I'm talking about? No. It's like it's like, fuck. Oh, is it? Uh, Am I gonna be the one person it, who like references back to this? Uh, is it? Is Jennifer it with the guy Aniston? from Jim Sturgis? Is it Jim Sturgis or whatever? No, it was. Oh, like, Wonder. It has Paul Rudd in it. Paul Rudd. I think Justin Thoreau was in it, and I, I believe it's Jennifer. I know Aniston. what you're talking about. <clears throat> um, and I was I went I was there um, on a date at the time, and there was uh, a gentleman behind that was uh, he was having some 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 a good old time to himself. Oh, and uh, that's gross. Uh. And luckily, violently staring at him stopped it. 
but it was just why were you really... staring at him no i stared well like i like i like like right when really? i turned around to be like <laughs> can you fucking not wait a second he was doing what and you were staring at him no i shouldn't say st- well stare like i right when i turned around he kind of stopped but i was you just caught like him. i caught him but i was just like repulsed like you're yeah in that's the- so this gross, isn't first dude. off not a porno theater the scene also that of which this was occurring was not some sexual scene. So I was just like, is it maybe he's just got a thing for Jennifer Aniston so he could just do this whenever he sees Jennifer Aniston? I don't know. The point is, first off, never touch yourself at a theater, please. It's gross. Yeah, it's definitely disgusting. Not. And it's just noises I'm never gonna unhear. Don't 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 do gro- sex shit in theaters. You know, I, I saw that first fifty shades on Valentine's Day unfortunately in that one there was some moaning going on with some of the older white what? women there they would be like oh god they, they were like, probably by themselves too no that was the thing there were like groups of women there was me and my girlfriend the women were the doing time. it together they were all well they were just doing like they're like oh my god christian like we need to take his clothes off oh and shit. my god and what? It, I mean, it's like and this is valentine's day <laughs> and i'm sitting they're there lonely just white like, women yeah so it's just these groups of women together just you know getting all vocal for christian gray or you know and I, you know what that it's for them at least they're not like physically doing something to themselves Dude, that's uncool man I'm, people clean those aisles yeah, but that's I, people's I, I, jobs. To, to to my knowledge on that one, though, no one was doing what the guy was doing, so it wasn't that bad. Well, experience. I mean, but, it know, was they, more just if anything, it made it a little bit more entertaining because I just kind of was like, whatever, because I wasn't obviously wanting to see this movie, and I could kind of giggle. Wait, why were you at this movie again? Because who I was with at the time really wanted to see it. Was she one of them going, oh, Christian? No, but I would, every time people behind me, because I said she, she swore up and down to me that she liked it because of the love story, (laughs) which after you watch the movie, I've never read the fucking book. So who knows if the book is, I doubt it, but no, I think the books are like, like he 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 like leaves her or whatever and then either way i, I think just it's was, just as bad in the books i was i was basically the watching this movie of this creep you know doing shit to this girl and every time these people behind me and moan and stuff like because I, I made the comment to her i'm like i, be, I bet you 90 percent of the the people going into this theater with us are just horned up and she didn't think that that was true so every time there'd be a moan or something, I'd give her just a little glance and a smirk. And then she'd just be like, oh, shut up. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. I mean, like, it's fine for women to enjoy that. I think it's funny, you know, enjoy what you enjoy. It's just, you know, when you're in a theater, you know, other people are going to be hearing you. Right. <clears throat> well, I'll tell you something women didn't enjoy. And that was Joe Coy at the Golden Globes. I didn't see. I only saw parts of it. I was stoked for Robert Downey. Yep. And Robert Downey, Nolan. Killian, and uh, Christopher, Christopher Nolan. Nolan. Yeah, I was. I was shocked. Honestly, I didn't think Oppenheimer would get that many of any. Oh, I think Oppenheimer's ha- has been like the odds-on favorite for like maybe just because none of he usually doesn't get nominated. I don't know. Right. But it was surprising. Uh, but yeah, no. I. I. All I heard after the fact because like when i i switched the channel 
and this other channel was talking about it and all they were talking about was that he made a taylor swift joke and i was like of course oh my god dude oh and and i was just like of course lord almighty was a taylor swift joke joke was made and everyone's losing their minds and i was and then i looked up i didn't see the whole monologue but i looked up the joke and i didn't even think it was like mean no it wasn't it was was like a a very like i didn't think it was funny really but it wasn't no, mean I, by any means. Listen, I just kind of was like, whatever. Like, I you know. I think Joe Coy, uh, not really my my favorite. One of my favorite comedians. Not not a huge fan of his. Um, yeah. He was hired like two weeks before this show, so I have compassion for him and like not having a good set. And he ended up like throwing the writers under the bus. Uh, um, that's not that's not cool though. Yeah, he ended up being like, "You're laughing at all, at all of my jokes." Um, oh, that's which you know what like uh, there, there's a way to make a joke about being unprepared and being handed a bunch of jokes like I feel like without calling them out directly yeah and, and just making fun of the situation instead of like literally blaming but like he made two jokes one was a cringy joke about Barbie um, see I didn't hear that one the Barbie one was cringy and I can understand being a little annoyed by it, but it was like uh, Oppenheimer's based on uh, a 750 page book about the the mind of, of one of America's greatest uh, scientific brains and, and wh- what he went through to do this. And Barbie is based on a doll with big boobies. And it's just like, oh man, that's Jesus. super cringy. First off saying boobies, dude, I don't, I don't if, think uh, I don't want to <laughs> say boobies in a room by myself. I, I don't think I could say it to a room full of people. <laughs> Do you now? And I'm going to apologize to listeners who are offended by either of these. Is boobies worse than titties? Oh man! Or is titties a worse than boobies? Because titties. I, I think that, titties. the funny thing is I've heard from different people not liking them being addressed as boobies because it's just an uncomfortable word, or. Same with titty, because it's all, it's just offensive. I think it's crude, like, and, and it's crude, sure. And I'm I'm not saying it's not. I just I'm I'm curious. It sounds it sounds what, juvenile. Boobies and titties, boobies, they sound juvenile. Titties, yeah, I mean, like I, I would never I would never tell a girl that I liked her titties or her boobies. Well, of course not, because you're a human being. But uh, unless you're that guy from Friday the Thirteenth remake, saying boobs. It's borderline. It's borderline. Do you remember the Friday the Thirteenth remake? The comment the guy makes. Uh, yeah. He doesn't. He make. Your tits are stupendous. Oh yeah, something crazy (laughs) like that. You're just like, what the fuck? Uh, Uh, but no, I okay. So, first off, your tits. I I I I think I use tits in in almost all cases. Okay, I here's the thing with Barbie. Breasts. This I like to think breasts too. Breasts? That makes me sound mature and distinguished. I mean, breasts. I like it when women think I'm distinguished. Here's the thing, though, to take it out so it's not quite so like misogynistic sounding or anything. Anybody can. We all have breasts. Yeah, breasts. That's like the scientific you know, term. We all have breasts. We have titties. Well, we have boobies. Some of us have titties. Yeah. Yeah. Some of us have titties and boobies. You know. I've got a little bit of tit going on right now. Yeah, I got some little little perks. But little bitties, little bitties. But the thing is with Barbie and he I mean, here's the thing where I have no sympathy for if people got 
raged at him for that one is simply well, it's just, just cringy like, it's it's, it's, well, not it's cringy like... but the, but every single time greta gerwig or margot robbie has come out about this movie they almost talk exclusively about the messaging in it yeah and so i could see where like when you're in a room with those people and you just equate it to oh well it's based on this you know sexy looking doll or whatever yeah, well, to me, like... But once again, though, it is still a joke. It's just a bad one. Well, I mean, to me, it's like, it's not a good joke. Like, yeah, it's, I, yeah I, it's just bad. I, I'm not offended by it. There were a lot of people being like, oh, this is why the movie had to be made. It's because of people like him. And <laughs> they're turning him into, like... A f oh, he's my like, God. Okay, and he's the new in incel symbol. Yeah, uh, but the Taylor Swift joke was just uh, ah, the, the, we if if you you're joining us now, uh, we we are following the broadcast of a football game, and don't worry, we don't we won't show Taylor Swift as much as the NFL does or something like that. And it's just this like cheesy, dumb, like low hanging fruit joke, and Taylor Swift looked angry on the broadcast, and everyone was like, "Don't you do that to my Swifty." And just, like, the whole internet just, like, lost their shit over I mean, what was, like, not making fun of Taylor, not saying anything bad about her or women. It was just saying, like, um, it's like, don't worry, we, we have a lot more stars to show over. It, 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 it wasn't a great joke. It just wasn't, like, I don't know why anyone right. would be well, like, I mean, I think it's that's offensive. Right. I, I mean, yeah, you could say it's a dumb joke. Or How whatever, but dare you I'm say that I, about Taylor Swift? I, I'm sure... Maybe despite her reaction that Taylor took it fine. It wasn't that bad. I don't think anyone's, I mean, at least that I've heard once again. I'm not the well, yeah, first I, I don't, I, I personally at don't care. And shit. Yeah, I'm like, um, whatever. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I, I doubt it bothered her that much. I bet, like, uh, well, who knows? I don't really care. Um, but yeah, yeah so, so he, he was just horrible. Jim Gaffigan. I don't know if you saw him. I did see Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan was so fucking funny. And he got he got the Ricky Gervais treatment at one point. Uh, but it was earned. He was... Uh, <laughs> it was he, funny. He, for people that don't know, he called... He, <laughs> he, so he, he called said, out uh, the room I don't, calling him I, I don't even know how I'm in, in the entertainment industry. He's like, I'm from a small Midwestern town. I'm not a pedophile. And he got claps and, and he laughs. Got some claps, and I was, but you also heard half the room of silence. I thought it was so funny, dude. Uh, it was great. Um, Jim Gaffigan is the fucking man. Uh, and then they gave an award. Oh, and then he, he made fun of how, like, um, he was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's a dirty business, stand-up comedy. Uh, and thanks to Netflix, now you can get way overpaid for it or something like that. I yeah. thought that was really good. Uh, weird though, man. Like See, the like, stand-up comedy award is so it's so fucking bizarre. It's it the thing that was weird to me also because also I missed I I, I forget every year because when you hear host of these events for some reason in my head I'm always like they're gonna be pretty prevalent throughout. But I always We're forget talking about the stand-up like, awards. But for like a Golden Globe stand-up awards. We're talking about the stand-up award that was handed out. We're not talking about the host anymore. Oh no! But I was gonna—I was just gonna add. Oh, I that. see. I'm sorry. You didn't—you weren't interested in this direction. No, I was interested in that direction. I was leading into that direction. All right, all right. You go, go. Never go. mind, though. No, no, go on. No, the thoughts pass now. Now I'm—I'm I'm lost. Oh, you do? You, do you actually forget? Pretty much. 
No, you're just being a little baby. I'm not being a baby. What do you? Don't you insult me just because Jake's not here? No, I I insult you in front of Jake every day. I know. I thought it would go away for a bit. Well, okay, I apologize. No. It's so, okay. what were I, you going to say about no, Joe Coy? No, all I was going to say about with, with Joe Coy is, well, first off, like I was saying, with and it comes to these events when you, I always, for some reason, build it up in my head when they're hosts, they're going to be prevalent throughout. And, you know, I missed the monologue part, but it wasn't, he didn't really show up until after that whole segment with Jim Gaffigan talking about the stand-up comedians to the point where I forgot there was a host. Well, I mean, he showed up periodically Just throughout to, the like, show. Just to, basically introduce a couple people. But yeah. when it comes to the stand-up, though, with Jim Gaffigan, which is the other thing I was going to go into. Well, I, also, the thing is, is that, like, Joe Coy had two weeks to prepare, so they probably didn't, like, have all this stuff. Planned like they normally would, I guess, maybe. Or whatever. I don't really care. I, I'm not a I don't fan either. of Joe Coy. I don't, uh, know. I don't know the man. I, I, this was my first, like... I want to say, wasn't he on... See, he probably wasn't, and I'm just misremembering. Was he on Last Comic Standing? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, the Stand-Up Comedy Award... Um, fucking weird, man. Like <laughs> yeah, I, the... I, Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't even know... I, I will tell you right now, I didn't know... One, two, three, four, five. Of six people, I didn't know five of them had stand-up specials last year. <laughs> I knew one and it was the one that won <laughs> i knew one and it was chris rock oh sorry I, that is two okay i did know that one happened yeah I, um, I watched i watched that one and i watched ricky gervais's i i didn't know the i mean i'm gonna be real i, I don't really i can't even remember i think one of them was silver sarah silverman and one was amy schumer yeah of, one was trevor noah and one really, to sykes oh that's right trevor noah too yeah i don't see i didn't watch any of their comedy specials i don't well it's the kind of thing where it's like um I, I don't like I, I think I think it like our complaint about awards shows is that like they're so like corporate in the way that like the studios have to be the ones that push the nominees. Mm -hmm. It's not like a group of experts being like these are the ones that should win the award. These um, are the funniest people. Because like there are some like huge misses here. Um like there, there were a ton of great stand-up comedy specials last year. Um, I, I can't help but notice that, like, I mean, and it's also so like, um, it, it's so like, like above all forms of art, stand-up comedy is so specific to people's tastes. like tastes. So like I love Shane Gillis. I think we've we've discussed it. He's hysterical. I think he should be here. I he think should. Mike Berbiglia, the old man in the pool, should be here. I think Nate Bergazzi should be here. I think Kyle Kinane. Um But like some of these specials were not produced by Netflix or Amazon or any other big studio. So many stand-up specials are produced by the comedian themselves using the money they've earned and betting on themselves. So why would Netflix then go, we're going to submit you instead of the show that we actually produced. Um, so stuff like those guys and Shane Gillis is, it would be my choice for the winner. Um, like it, it it's just, it, I think it just shows above all that like, eh, these awards really aren't 
the best. They're the best that the companies backing all these people will push for. Um, with movies, it's a little harder because most of the movies you see are studio produced. And unfortunately, because a lot of these smaller filmmakers don't have the budgets or the teams to make a movie as grand as Oppenheimer, um, they get lost in the shuffle of everyone's uh, viewpoint. So I don't know. I, I just I, I thought the stand up award was stupid. Um, well, I mean, we've said multiple times on here how award shows, you know, w while things that we like can sometimes win, they're never an, a, a really true testament to what of covering all of the best of the best of the year. There's yeah, so many incredible films and shows and stuff that get zero notice. And there's also like the thing of like, when, when you tell me a, they're, they're doing a stand-up award, I'm like, that's fucking weird. Like now, where like, was the stunt? Comedians award. are doing like, like forget, forget anything. Why, why are we giving, I mean, like, I think it's more just like, why are we televising this for the whole world to see? Like, Money. it's an industry award. You don't see the, the fish industry award its employees <laughs> on live TV. You don't see carpenting companies come together and do an industry award show for TV, for people who are not in that industry. And I, it's just so weird to me I, that, like, like the Oscars are literally that. That is an, that is an industry that is a Hollywood-run award show uh, that, that are awarding... They're industry workers, and uh, I, I do. It's weird that we watch it, and it's weird because like, it's like, does this stuff need to be awarded on like a live scale? Like, does it need like Ricky Gervais was the best stand-up comedian of 2023 because his special was the best, and that is a public thing we need to hold up and be like they're the best, and this actor was the best, and that that's he wins 2023 when really it's like. Oh, like a bunch of journalists chose him for this year. I I mean, I think the thing with it... From a selection of corporate-backed actors. Yeah, I mean, the thing with it when it comes to award shows, when it with movies and even music and stuff... It, is, it just seems antithetical it, to art. Well, we've, we've talked about that before. It's just it, the thing with it, which is why it happens. And, and, and you know, I... We, it does still, even though despite, like, my thoughts on award shows, I, I tune in. Sometimes, not every time, but sometimes. But the big thing with the award shows is it's also great advertising for these movies and projects. It's not necessarily even, I, I really truthfully don't even believe it's that um, about celebrating and giving the awards. I, I think a lot of the times it's being able to, oh, hey, we never saw that because guaranteed there are a chunk of movies that became very profitable after being nominated compared to what they were going to make prior. It, and then some movies don't even get released until award season because that's kind of the goal and what they want out of it. And it's not to say they're bad. There were <clears throat> multiple movies this year that were nominated that I, I loved the movies, but you know, once again, when you're watching the show, I think, it's become more and more apparent that it's definitely more about, you know, advertising and showing these products and, you know, showing these performers and getting it all out there. It's good publicity and it makes sense on a business standpoint. And it's also like in that way, you're still also 
celebrating them to a degree, but then at the same time, you're not really celebrating because it's kind of, unfortunately, in America, we just look at it as, oh, these, well, this one, this, this one, that. this <laughs> one was the winner. And the rest yeah, are now and, losers. And it's like, no, and also, like, that's for not me, how it should be. <laughs> for me, it's, it's, I mean, like, I love watching the Oscars. The Oscars, like, I, I, I've not watched the Golden Globes much. Um, Ricky Gervais hosting is fucking legendary. Um, but, like, I just don't care about the Globes. So I, I tuned in. I tuned in on the last hour, I think. So I saw like Jim Gaffigan and all that on in a, in clips. Um, and uh, I, I like the Oscars because I feel like the Oscars, they, the people there actually care about like making movies. Um, and I think that's why, I mean, that's why I fucking prefer the Oscars to the Globes. I, I and people get upset that like, their superhero movies aren't in being represented in the Oscars. And it's like, well, <clears throat> no offense, but like large portions of your movie were fucking CGI um, scenes that were created before the story was created. And like, it, there, there's just like, th this is, this is like the art of filmmaking. And I understand that, you know, Marvel and all that's a part of it. And I'm definitely not saying those aren't and movies. There, and there are exceptions, but this is for, celebrating like the lifeblood of an art form that could just fucking go away. Um, and I'm super fucking stoked that last year was like really good for the box office. Um, and like a thank, lot of those movies you, were not and superhero movies. So that's like super important to me. That's why I love filmmaking. That's why I love watching the Oscars and seeing, um, well, there are some night, some years I hate watching the Oscars because the movies they pick are are not great. Um, I'm, I'm but not, I love I love ahead. seeing like Bong Joon Ho on stage talking about how much he loves all the other directors nominated, um, and I love seeing stuff like like I'm not a fan of everything everywhere all at once, but I loved seeing Ki Hoi Kwan and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Michelle Yeoh and all these people, Brendan Fraser, um, Brendan Fraser, I'm sorry. Um, like none of these people were my picks for to win. Um, but man, is it great to see people passionate about the art they make? Right. I, I mean, I'm sell, with you. Uh, I... pour their soul out to, to the world in that moment. Um, I mean, I mean, it's good. So it's... I like it. I, I do like the Oscars in that regard, just seeing the winners and those who are very much there because they love what they do. I just think it could be done in a in a way that's not an award show. Uh, I think you can I think you can do whatever. more of a celebration I mean, of the movies of the year without having to make it about which one is the best. I mean, I, yeah, in a perfect world. That's all like, I'm saying. I just no think because I think that. as a for, I mean. I, I mean, I, I agree with you. Like, I would watch that, but like, like, I, like no just one to else. Like, because almost every time, one of my favorite segments when they do the Oscars is when they have a section that's dedicated to like filmmaking or something, and then they go through a history of movies and a genre yeah. or and stuff like that. It's like that I like a lot because you're highlighting all these incredible things that have happened in the history of film yeah. and. 
No, I agree, man. I, it's just, um, I, I, th I think that there's a lot of, if it wasn't so, you know, if this was like a fucking sport or something, sure. But, you know, it's like you said, I mean, this is an art form and there's a lot of wonderful films that just never get noticed that, you know, and that, and even in a show, if they were just celebrating, wouldn't probably get noticed because, you know, you don't have tens of hours to do a show. But at the same time, I just, I just don't like looking at them through that state. That's why I have such a fucking hard time now. Well, I mean, I Matt think can I think attest it's... to when we do top lists now. Well, I, okay. I just have first a hard... off, well, I'm just saying. Let, no, 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 no. Let me finish. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. A lot of people just don't like. I, I don't think the Oscars is, is for you because obviously, I think there's plenty of ways that that you can celebrate the films of the year and and let the Oscars just be themselves. I think a lot of filmmakers don't make movies for the Oscars. Uh, like, Oh, I know that. No, let me finish. I know you know that. You don't have to defend yourself. <laughs> Sorry. So it's like, a defense mechanism with you. I, I think... I think, I think it's fine. Like, whatever. Fuck the Oscars. I, they can do the, their awards. And... I like seeing winners be happy. And... Agreed. Um, I, I, it bums me out when people just never get recognized, but like we recognize these people all the time and there are plenty of ways that they can be recognized outside of the Oscars. And I don't think we should be asking, or, you know, I, I don't, I know you're not like Oscars, you need to be nice to the people I like, um, no, but no, not at all. I, I know, but I think it's just something that, that whatever I, I, I I'm just saying that like the Oscars aren't the people to be doing that. Um, I, I mean, that's that's totally fair. And I'm not against the Oscars. I, I think that it's fine that they... Anyway, know, let's move on. I, I don't want to talk was, about this anymore. I, this is... Hey, we're hey. going to use up the last 10 minutes of this podcast on... I just was going to say... All right, all right. I apologize. It's nice to see awards given to these people, especially when it's someone that you do enjoy a lot. And even to those that you don't enjoy. I think anybody that's in any sort of business or anything getting recognition is great to see them because you know who doesn't want to be recognized for something you love I, I think my point more just is with like the whole uh i guess it's more maybe just as far as at least in the united states the mentality towards award shows i feel which like I don't which i don't i don't the western like. world the mentality towards like art in general is that like Oh, this art is better than that art. And yeah, it, and, people... and I don't, I don't like that mentality at all. Yeah, I, I think it's stupid. I totally agree with you. There's this thing in the in the video game journalism industry, um, putting putting my old industry on blast, um, where like a game will come out in January and people will be like, "I hope you don't forget about it for Game of the Year." Um, <laughs> and it's like, what? It's like, and, and like they treat it like a sport. Like, oh, The Last of Us came out. It's going to be hard to beat this one for game of the year. And it's like, what are you fucking talking? This isn't a fucking sports industry. No, no. This is, these are video games. This is art. This is something that people put their heart and soul into and hope you appreciate. And then you turn it out and go, ah, it's, uh, it's, it's taking the lead for game of the year. It's like, what are you, you nerds? <laughs> yeah like, what are you doing stop just to just enjoy and love what's given to you and, and you like it you continue liking it man god the best the best moments like of last year were just when i was in a theater watching fucking incredible movies 
like just so stuck in my head seeing Oppenheimer and Barbie and Killers of the Flower Moon and Past Lives um, and Poor Things. And I, I actually have not seen Past Lives. I just Dude, was past... trying to think of Poor Things and then I said <laughs> Past Lives. Uh, I, I, uh, past Lives, one of my favorite movies last year. All right. Well, that is something uh, that I definitely would need to see. It's um, incredible. Uh, and also, as for like top lists on the podcast, I've told you a million times before. These aren't like I know they're not set in stone. I, they're I, not I, set in I stone, joke and we all know, it, you know. And you, I mean, you hear me when I talk to you too. You know, I'm like joking partially too. I mean, it's you know. Sometimes I worry you're too hard on yourself. It's funny. It's just funny because I because I'm very hard on you. The thing, and I the thing. Oh no, you're not. I love you, Maddie. No, it's just just funny because when I look at a list of movies and things like that, I was you are definitely with, too hard on yourself, though. When I look at uh, that's, well, I mean, that's an almost like I, I do that with a lot of things with myself. I need to definitely tone that down. But I was just talking with Jay about this because I was like, we were talking about just movies we enjoyed last year, and I just was sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, man. It sucks that I can't say this one. It's like, well, why can't I fucking talk about this one? I liked this one, too. It's just, you know, you like movies or games or whatever it is. You can like and or even love them for very different reasons and for bringing out very different feelings in you. Yep. Like, my feelings when I watched Oppenheimer were not the same as my feelings when I watched Past Lives or, you know, fucking... <laughs> killers of the flower moon or that you know like they all brought out very different things in me but i i really enjoyed them all you know the same you know it's it's crazy yeah no i i i agree and that's the great thing about art is that there there's so much more to it than just best this thing did it the best yes but now this, we can leave oscar talk killian murphy is better then Leonardo DiCaprio, because he acted harder? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, I'm honestly just happy Lily Gladstone won with... with yeah, that was I, great. I, that yeah, was that I, was that and Paul Giamatti were the two that I Paul was like... Paul Giamatti made me so happy. I oh, was man. like, come on. Come Needed on, guys. He just, I loved he, the other performers, too, but come on, guys. <laughs> that, that was one of those things where it's like, so, so past deserved like uh, uh, he he deserved it for like eight different things prior but also he <laughs> his, his he it wasn't wick just joke. like sorry his john wick joke too i thought was oh hysterical. yeah um it it wasn't just a like career award it it was like no he rocked it in the holdovers but also he should have gotten this way sooner um, I agree. such a phenomenal actor dude he went to um, in and out after the fact too i'm like dude, yeah. respect Risk. Um, yeah, and then uh, the one thing that I just want to say, and if everyone listens to this podcast and goes, Matt doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, or Matt is so weird, or whatever, or says it about Stuart or Jake, I, I, there's this part in the Golden Globes that like everyone thought was amazing and hilarious and so funny, and I was sitting there like, not laughing at all. I didn't think it was funny. thought it was cringy and I, I thought it was pretty lame was Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiggs like weird oh. SNL-y like bit. 
I left the room prior to that because I was I watched it. In I and thought out. you were like that made me leave the room. Oh, I mean, <laughs> from what I saw of it, it could have maybe, but it was I, pretty cringy. I I came into the room when it was like I think the tail end of it because I think the only because I think they played the musical cue multiple times and I only saw him play it once. Uh, but I just was like, oh, okay. I I I, wa- I watched it and I was wa- I kind of was watching the show in and out. I wasn't just like watching it you know looking keeping my eyes to the screen and not leaving the room i just came back to them like dancing to a part of a song and then them yelling about it yeah well i i just it was so fucking dumb like it was like who's playing that music and every time they'd play it they'd dance and i'm everyone's losing their mind in the in the room everyone on twitter was like that was funny thank you for for giving us laughs that joy quote joe coy couldn't and i'm like what like, <laughs> I felt like an alien. And also, I didn't find Joe Coy funny, but, like, for them to be like, thank you for saving us, it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I'd have to watch the full clip. But, yeah, I just kind of walked in and was like, oh, Kristen Wiig and it was Farrell. It was embarrassing. I have seen them in a while. Uh, but, yeah, that that's that's the nuclear fridge, man. Wait, that's We're, we're almost at an hour. Oh, we got to have a little bit Wait, more. Wait, well, that's it? Oh, that's it? Well, I don't know. Wait, Jake's not here. We can go longer. I That's mean, you. That's what you sound like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I. Well, I don't really have a response to that, except I guess uh, that was this week's episode. Of well, what did you want to talk about? Well, Is I there don't know. no bad. Stuart? You always you always go with That's it. Oh. What I, is I'm I, sorry. Is that? I am sorry. I, that time goes by when I talk with friends. My God. No, I, it does. Sorry. And it's a great time. No, no, well, you know, it can be. It's a great time. You didn't have fun today. Of course I do. I always have fun. I don't believe you. Except that, I mean, I'm sure there's some episodes I maybe came off as a bit cranky. No, I mean, no there doubt. are episodes no where doubt. I probably come off as an asshole. Oh, please, please. Let's, let's not end it on self-deprecation. That's all I got, Stuart. Oh, don't don't say that. Don't say that. Uh, no, do, it was a we, fun episode, though. Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna have more Godzilla. We're yeah, we're, we're gonna have to figure something out. We're gonna get Jay on next week, and then Matt and I might have other fun things going Jay on Kruger. here. Yeah, that's right. Our Kr- boy, we haven't seen him since the, since the horror draft. The horror has it been that? Is that? I thought you know. Well, we had him for oh, did, oh, that's right. He couldn't make the Christmas one. Shit. Yeah, that was a bummer. I was. I don't think he was on any episode that I missed too. Right? I think Jake and I did. He was with us one. Was he on the Alan Wake episode? I think he was. All right. Well, I don't actually know. I remember being like, "Oh yeah, we should put because whoever uploaded that episode put featuring." uh, Oh yeah. Okay. This is not Ethan. Oh yeah, he put featuring Jay Krieger for Alan Wake too. I haven't talked to Jay in quite a long time, so I'm very excited to have him on next week. The same. I, I always love talking with Jay. Uh, and then, you know, if we ha- we might have a couple more with just Matt and I, if you can tolerate it. And, uh, you know, Jake will be back eventually while he's being, uh, you know, uh, on vacation and then into directing, which will be cool to see. And he better post 
to our nuclear family. Right? Yep. 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 Unless there's like a copyright issue or something. I don't know. I don't know how any of that works. But we do you want, want me to end it? Uh, I mean, you can do whatever you want, man. You're, I guess I guess I shouldn't be the one to end things. Why? Technically, it was rude of me to step on your toes now that you are handling intro and outro duties. Well, I, I suppose. But uh, we we thank you for listening to this episode of the Nuclear Fridge, where Matt and I discussed basically the Golden Globes and movies we and liked. and different and words for Golden Globes, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yes, we did discuss that one. <laughs> oh. And if you if you didn't and you just skip to this part of the podcast, rewind because it's a doozy. It's a doozy. Boobies. Um, but yes, you can email us. I think at, tits is what we went with. Is like is less offensive than I, I think women might not. There are some women who might not like the word tits. I would assume there's a good chunk. I think we didn't. We I thought we said we'll just stick with breasts. Breasts are nice. Breasts it's is a nice a, a ter- nice term. Mamajamas. Well, we hope you enjoyed our discussion of Mamma Jamas and everything else in this hour and currently 25 seconds. No, you can't do because we're going to be cutting part of this. Oh, we are going to be cutting it. So, yeah, that's like the beginning. So, it's not going to be. You're right. You're right. So, just say goodbye to the nice people. Okay. We thank you for listening again. It's very it means a lot to us it does every time and you can email us if you have any questions or do you want to contribute to what should we call breasts uh email us at the nuclear fridge at gmail.com or nuclear fridge at gmail.com i'm still what is it, is it the or no the i don't so know i can so next you don't know you run the thing just say goodbye okay well you plugged so i'm gonna sometimes plug well, whatever. We're not playing it anymore. I'm still doing it. I'm going to finish it. Uh, Spotify. iTunes. Uh, uh, 